it's been there since the foundation of the world. Reshaping man's thoughts and ideas of life and redirecting man's pursuit in life to fit its agenda. It's a matter of disguise, working through men endlessly, using every way to hinder the advancement of the kingdom of God. It's Mammon, the spirit behind money. Charles and Susan Opio in their book Unmasking Mammon help their readers unmask this deadly spirit and embark on a journey back to the Father. Unmasking Mammon is a must read. Now available on Amazon and on order at cyruscom254 at gmail.com for physical copies. Grab your copy today and start off your journey to overcoming the spirit of Mammon. Unmasking Mammon by Charles and Susan Opio. Hello and welcome to the Cyrus community. This is Business Unusual. This has been a year, 2023, when we started, we said that let every day count. Do not sit and allow things to just push you around, things to happen, but make sure you do things to cause things to happen. So you're not sitting back and wondering what is happening around me. Yes. Instead, you're saying, I am the cause of what is happening around me. I don't know how many people followed that instruction. I don't know how many people have been tracking the year consciously, intentionally, and saying 2023, the year that every day counts. And I think this is when somebody asks that, yes, I've been on a prophetic journey. Yeah. I've been moving with God. I know that I've been tracking my instruction. Yes. And... As I do that, I feel almost like, okay, wait, is heaven backing me up? Uh-huh. What is happening? Is heaven aware yes. that here I am yes. trying to get things to be as the instructions yes. say? And, and it's true because in the journeys of a prophetic promise or a proceeding one, mm-hmm. it's very easy to arrive at the conclusion that either God is not listening yeah. Or you are doing something wrong. Or, or I think also when you have this thing of tracking the word, yes. and you're like, okay, wait, did I get the instruction right? Yes. Why? Because sometimes when you do that, we almost feel like when Jesus said on the cross, my father, my father, uh-huh. why have uh-huh. you forsaken yes. me? So, so, so it creates this um, mindset that, and this happens to everybody, and that's mm. why today's topic is important in understanding that does heaven hear? Mm. Is God aware of where I am? And if he is, where is he? There's always that scenario. And, and the, the problem with those kind of gaps mm-hmm. is that it is very easy for us to create our own doctrines, mm. to create our own explanations. And our explanations will always fall on either of two sides. Yeah. The one side, it's not time. Or, it's, yeah. it's not God's time. It's not God's time. Appointed time. Exactly. And so the question was, why tell me if it if isn't not, time? Yes. All right? The other side of the coin is, am I doing something wrong? Mm. Have I missed something? Is that, is that also coming from, yes. before you go on, yeah. does that come from the, the churchy mentality that if I do A, tomorrow morning God should respond? Yes. And I, then, think, yeah, I think it's our, it starts with the engagement of our relationship with God okay. and our understanding of God from the beginning. Mm. Many of us, as we have journeyed, and listen, we keep journeying, the beautiful thing is that God does not change. Mm. We change, but God doesn't. And let me try and kind of put that into context. Okay. God does not change doesn't mean, in our mind, when we think of somebody who doesn't change, mm. we think this person, this is his behavior, okay. this is his character, mm-hmm. and you can't change him. Mm. So we think of it in a limited context, which can be positive or negative. And the same way we say that he was the same yesterday, yes. today, and, and forever. He's the same. Yes. Yesterday, today, and Not forever. Not understanding that that same, we haven't even understood it yet. Mm. That same that he is, is so way beyond our understanding, we are still growing in understanding what that is. That's important. So that you know that God, when we say he's the same yesterday, today, and forever, it means he's everywhere at the same time, mm. and he hasn't changed his plans. So he didn't us. move from yesterday no, to today, and tomorrow he will move yes. into the tomorrow or the future. Exactly. And that's why anytime there's a reference to God, he is the great I am. Mm. Not the great mm. I was, not or the I great will. I will be. Mm. That means at any situation, in any time zone, he is God. He is in charge. Now, why we are, we are looking at it that way is that the query that you began with. If I have a prophetic promise, 
on a proceeding word mm. that I don't seem to have fully stepped into. What could be the issue? And today we're not going to delve into arguing the process of you could have done something wrong, the process of you probably missed God, <laughs> mm. the problem of it's not God's time. Mm. Today we want to introduce an aspect of God that is usually in scripture that we rarely see mm. and that sometimes profoundly overrides all those positions. Mm. You know, it's, it's interesting that when you look at the names of God, they're not his names, they're his attributes, but yeah. let's use that context. In the context of his names, there is names that seem to have hierarchy over others. Mm. Because there's God the judge and God the merciful. So which one do you think is more powerful? <laughs> Depends on your situation. Exactly. <laughs> so that's the principle. Yes. But sometimes where there is judgment, the Bible says mercy mm. rules over judgment, which means even though God is judge, God can activate mercy over a situation where he should be judged. Mm. Now this is what makes God amazing. This is what we understand that God loves us, oh, yes. that God goes beyond oh, yes. our thought processes, and yeah. God is not limited by our strengths, or our weaknesses. Mm, mm. That's very important. That's, that's also powerful. Yes. That he's not limited. Either by our strength yeah. or our weaknesses. Mm -hmm. Now, there's a phrase we want to interrogate today that will help us understand this aspect of God. And this is a phrase you hear in the Bible many times, and God remembered dot dot dot. God remembered Noah. God remembered Mary. God remembered Abraham. God remembered Isaac. Isaac. <laughs> what is this phrase? God remembered. Mm. Let's first understand that God does not forget. Okay. <laughs> so this is not a concept of recollection of memory. This is not the concept of something had gone out of his mind and then suddenly he has remembered it again. No, that term is such a deep, powerful term. Mm. It is connected to certain aspects that we want to look at today. Okay. And those aspects are what is going to help us navigate where we are and where we need to go to. God remembering usually has to do a lot more with his covenant, his promise, and his will, his intent. Mm. So whenever you hear the term God remembered, don't think of it even though somebody may be referred to. God remembered Noah. Noah yes. What does it mean? It means there's a covenant he has with Noah and it's time to activate that covenant. But because we live in time and there is a gap between when God spoke here and when God showed up here, our interpretation is that he has remembered. So let's go back to that again. <laughs> here is Noah. Yes. He has a prophetic word. Yes. God intends to do something in the earth. Exactly. Not Noah. Yes. Noah has no clue of yes. God's intentions yes. unless God reveals to him. Exactly. So the minute God reveals to him, he starts a process in time. Yes. That process may take time. Yes. All right? Yes. And then a time comes when God now comes back to Noah and says, listen, I know what I wanted to do with exactly. you in the earth. Exactly. So when I come and say, I remembered, yes. it's, uh, it, it, it takes time for us to understand. Yes. It's not like he forgot. Yeah, let's put it this way. Yeah. Every time the phrase and God remembered is written, it is not being said by God. <laughs> it's by the writer. It is by the writer. Okay, that's important. I want you to see that aspect very importantly. When it says, and God remembered, it is almost like, okay, let me put it this way. If I tell you, I'll call you next week on, at this time. All right? Mm -hmm. And then I don't talk to you the whole week. Then I call you. You will say that I remembered mm. because you had no communication with me between that time so you say oh you remembered me no i had you in mind but i knew when mm. but in your world what have i done you have remembered yes so i want us to understand that we're looking at two perspectives okay we're looking at our perspective and how we interpret when god shows up okay but let us understand from God's perspective, he never forgot us. Mm. So we are talking about here that this is a moment yes. when we say God remembered. It's a moment that signifies God's, let's say, like attention. 
on yes. behalf of our people yes. god intervenes yes but god's intervention mm-hmm. we interpret it as god remembered so and so exactly okay and i think by now we fully understand that one thing god does not forget you yes. god cannot give you a prophetic word and then forget you and when he's mm. dealing with the people in the north he has mm-hmm. forgotten the people in the south no very good okay now you use a powerful term intervention mm. divine intervention yes when i intervene in something it means it it is no longer going as it was meant to. Mm. There's no point in intervening if things are fine. Okay. Right? So that tells us something. That when God has intended for something to happen in our life, many reasons can cause us not to be going where we're supposed to go. Mm. Mm. We can make mistakes. Yes. We can walk in error. We can be deceived. Somebody can come against us. And I think also when situations arise, yes. most of the time when we change our gaze, yes. it slows down where you are going. And the enemy is so good at that. Causing situations exactly. or issues to arise around you because yes. those issues now take your attention. Excellent. And it causes you now to do something that will just give you one degree. Of course. There you and go. And that's it. Now you've brought us to the detail mm-hmm. of the situation. Okay. Now the detail of the situation is God had said, go to A. Okay. Go let's, and do let's A. Let's use our own prophetic word in the yes. house. Yes. I, I've given you power to create wealth. Exactly. Yeah. So if that is a word God has given you, mm-hmm. and you begin the journey of that process, a number of things begin to happen. Sometimes, remember at the time you received the word, not everything in your world was working. Yes. Not even no. in you. Yes, okay. it was working. Once the enemy is aware, the Bible says persecution comes for the sake of, of the, the world. world. If you go to the parable of the sower, we say that there are some times when you get past the initial, but they are twins. We call them the, the terror twins. Yes. The cares of this world and, and the, the deceitfulness of riches. Usually these are our major trap points. Mm-hmm. And they remember, they, say they come just before 30 fold. It means this. It means God says that to you. Then suddenly... Something pertinent to you, depending on who you are. Okay. It could be economy. It could be family. It could be children. It could be your work. It could be your relative. Something happens that begins to tug at your energy, mm-hmm. at your attention. Attention, yes. And it is so tangible, you can't actually ignore it. Mm. Right? And in it, the natural, yes. sorry to cut you here. Yes. In the natural, we say yes. it is not possible for you to ignore. Mm. Yet there are times when heaven says you should. Because if this is the enemy, yes. face the word. Yes. It's here because it wants to exactly. take away the word that you have received. Exactly. Yeah? Now, why are we saying these are the details? Mm-hmm. Because in initial stages, if you're not yet vast in the things of how the enemy comes, you can end up falling. Yes. You can end up getting distracted. You can end up getting so emotionally attached to something else. Before you realized it, you've lost the word. Before you've realized it, you've disconnected from the promise. Before you've realized it, you've even forgotten. Yes, the word. There was a promise, mm. a word, mm. anything. So it's all about the word. It's about the word. When you say persecution comes for the sake of the word, yes. or we say the twins, exactly. deceitfulness of riches yes. comes yes. to just get you away from and, the and word. And the reason we call them twins mm. is because they, they, they kind of work together. They don't work, they don't work differently. It says the cares of this world and, and. <laughs> not either or. Yes. So what does that do? One thing brings care, bills, problems, accident. It doesn't matter what. Something places a major demand on your economy. A project falls through. Somebody doesn't pay you. Listen, all these things happen. Yes. And you do not sometimes because we do not understand that the devil, let me say something today. Mm. Many of us misunderstand that the devil primarily plays in the spirit realm. He does not. His primary operations is in the material realm. So many of us want to go fight him in the spirit, mm. but he engages you in the material. Mm. In the places where you can Tangible. touch, where you can feel. Yes. Because when somebody talks of a bill, the bill is in the material Tangible. world, not in the uh, supernatural. Tangible. That's where he'll attack you. Mm. When he attacks you there, he wants you to engage naturally. Because if you engage naturally to pursue those things, you are ill-equipped to succeed. Mm. If the enemy, let's talk about that before we go yes. on with the issue of God remembered. Yes. If the enemy attacks you in the natural, 
The first thing we do is we jump into the supernatural. We go into the invisible yes. to try and fight him there. And the, pull his, down this and pull down and, and bind. And we go into his invisible. Mm. Not ours. No, not God's invisible. Let us be very clear. Okay. If God tells me, go this way. Okay. And the enemy distracts me. What is he basically saying? Don't go this way. Okay. Go this way. How do I engage him? By going this way. So you engage by going where God said exactly, you Exactly, but we end up engaging him by going into his realm. And start starting to decree, to bind and to lose. Listen, you've lost attention mm. of God. You are now engaging with an invisible enemy with not even clear tools. <laughs> you know what I'm thinking as you're talking? I'm thinking of when you talk about the word of God, when yes. Jesus says that we must live by the word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Yes. We fail to understand that the enemy will make sure you do not live by the word that proceeds. Simple. So I'll do anything yes. for you to lose that word. Yes. I will engage you in the natural where you feel the pain. Yes. Many people, I love what you just said, that many people think that the enemy attacks in the supernatural or in the Never. spiritual spiritual realm. Nope. It's in the material where yes. you can feel. And that's why it's so easy for me to let go of the word exactly. which is uh, spiritual yes and get engaged with the material what yes. i can feel and touch yes. to sort a problem that the enemy initiated and then when i think it's spiritual i now engage in his version mm. of spiritual warfare the one that actually has no bearing yes on the warfare that i'm dealing with okay because our understanding has always been if he's hitting me in the material mm. there is something in the spirit he's doing i need to bind let me go into the spirit. No. There's something you were doing in that the triggered him. Okay, say that again. <laughs> okay, say that. There is something God told you to do. As you began to do it, you triggered him. Hmm. Listen, when we took on the challenge and the clarity of speak about the power to create wealth, do unmasking mammon, write the book, we triggered a war. Now, should that cause fear? No. Especially fear of receiving a prophetic word. Because you're telling me if I receive a prophetic word, the enemy will be triggered. Then I don't want to trigger let him. Me, let me give you a secret. Yeah. When you trigger, now this came, why we're talking today, we came because we've been distracted before. Mm. Came before we have fallen for those engagements. Mm -hmm. Came because we have been detoured before. By the twins. Yes. Players of this world yes. and deceitfulness of And riches. let me tell you, what we are sharing today is how to recover from that. Yes. And how God shows up and changes you and how from that process you learn so that the next ring around it will never happen. Mm. Alright? Okay. So the principle is this. What do I mean by when I pursue I trigger? Why do I trigger? I trigger panic. I don't trigger power. Listen carefully. I trigger the devil into a panic. I don't trigger his power. He has none. He has none. I think that's what you need to explain yes. so that somebody is not left with this fear of weight. You are telling no. me prophetic word attracts the devil. Listen. <laughs> Truth, momentum, hmm. sonship attracts the devil. Okay. Accept it. As long as you are a son of God, yes. you are... You are Activities in the earth will always attract yes, because the devil is trying to get you out of yes. your sonship, yes. out of a place where you can hear the voice of yes. God and follow the sound of God and follow instructions. He's trying to get you out That's of there. So just know one thing: yes. as long as you're a son of God, the devil will try. So what does he, he will mean? always try? So what is his model? Of okay, he triggers the things that you th that he believes mm. or he has researched that you may place higher than God. Listen to what I said. Sometimes I don't believe God will fix this problem. I need to run and go fix it. Mm. So it triggers me to become God. Mm. It triggers me to take charge. It triggers me to worry. That means when you worry, it means you've taken charge. Mm. Worry means I'm the only one who can fix this, and right now I can't find any tools. Therefore, I'm stressed. I must find some tools. Okay. And off you go. The next thing is deceitfulness of riches. He offers you a shortcut to do something that will resolve your problem because you think your problem is the problem he created for you. Mm. You noticed? Yeah. You're pursuing God, he creates a problem. You start then pursuing offers a solution. Mm -hmm. You've just lost the word. So here we are simply saying yes. that the devil will always appear in your life yes. as long as you have, you have a word yes. or a 
resolute to follow yes, God. Exactly. When you just decided the kingdom path is the one that I'm following yes. and I want to follow God. That's Why? It. To distract you so that you can get out of the path called the kingdom journey That's path. It. That all is right? all. So if we talk about God remembered, God yes. gives us a prophetic word. Yes. And we say that this is 2023. Mm-hmm. And we're looking at the prophetic word and, and we're saying, yes, I can see trickles yes. of the prophetic word coming to pass. Yes. But I would have expected by 2023, end of 2023, the dam has broken, broken. forth. Right. So, God remembers. Yes. So, let's talk about God remembers mm. being like, number one, divine action. His divine, divine action. Yeah. And this is where we were going. We yeah. say divine interruption comes because of you know, everything we've just discussed. It has taken you to a place that you are now stuck. So in that place where the devil has dis- distracted yes, and led you to, exactly. God intervenes. Because God has a covenant with his word. Mm. Thank God. Wow, that's powerful. There's a covenant with his word that it must be fulfilled. Oh, yes. It must be carried out. Mm. He's also aware you're up against an enemy who can mislead you. Mm. So in that journey, even when you're going off, God will still try and send you a word and send you a word and send you a word. Mm. But there's a place where the word is not even entering. Because you're so off. You're so off. Everything has caught you. The devil has taken advantage of all your fears, Mm. all your mistakes, everything. He's bombarded you. Yes. It is in that place that God remembers. Mm. So you're saying here divine intervention. That's, That's the first thing we must yes. always remember. Yes. There's something called divine yes. intervention. There are moments when God shows up, not because we prayed, mm. not because mm-hmm. we fasted, yeah, not because we have ticked every box. box. Yes, He shows up because His word must come to pass. He is God. He shows up because He has a covenant with you. Mm. He shows up because when He spoke to you about you, He meant it. Mm. He 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 shows up. Okay. There's, he shows up because he's God. Yes. He has a covenant with covenant his word. So that's the second thing I'll put yes. here, that faithfulness to his covenant. Mm-hmm. He's already spoken to our forefathers. He's already promised yes. and the he word. Said, and he said to you, like to us, he said to you, teach this, carry this. This is my assignment for, for you. you. Okay. Now, that tells you that the enemy will do anything to stop us carrying out this. Mm. If you're not alert in the spirit, you will sit and say, okay, what's happening out there? Yeah. Is this happening? Is it, it's almost like you start questioning God's... Um, promise, uh, truth. Not promise, the mandate yes, that God gave that you. God gave you. Yes. Yes. Listen, if Elijah reaches a place of saying, there is no one left but me, he feels like dying. It's called the Jezebel spirit mm. comes after mm. you because of what you declare. Mm. Because you carried the word of the Lord. Because you decreed something that must happen. So that begins to happen. But what happens is that in the intervention of God, and I say this is very important, Mm -hmm. when God intervenes, that's how you know it is God, the clarity of what happened comes. Mm. God doesn't just intervene and then you don't know what happens so next time the enemy can get you. So... If if you're distracted yes. and God intervenes, yes. in his mercies he opens your eyes exactly. and you see exactly what happened. Uh, you will see that many times in scripture. Okay. When God intervenes in a situation, he tells the person, I am doing this because of my covenant with your father. Mm. I'm bringing you up to speed. Mm. Mm. I'm letting you know why must I step in now and what do you carry? Because every time we intervened, we never saw those people crash again. Mm. So, we're talking about the first thing. that yes. No matter where we are, this is to TCC. You've been mm. tracking the word and you've been saying, I want to see the prophetic word comes to, come to pass in, yes. my, in my day. Not, not, I'm not pushing this to the no, next no. generation. This is in my day. Yes. I want to see this happen. Absolutely. And even if the devil had in, distracted you, yes. you're saying there's something called and God remembered. Yes. Okay? The first thing is that divine intervention. Mm -hmm. God has come because he is God and your man. Yes. He is God and he knows that from your position you're being recovered to this place of full sonship. The fullness of who God is in your life. Therefore you can be you can go off. 
God is not coming to judge you like, oh, you stopped following the prophetic word. No, he says, listen, I'm God. I'm your father. Yeah. He intervenes. Yes. Divine intervention. Absolutely. Secondly, you said faithfulness yes. to, his covenant. to his covenant. He's already spoken a word. Yes. And he's saying, listen, this is my word and I want this word to come to pass. That's so even though you had detoured, yes. I'm intervening because of my co- faithfulness to my covenant, yes. my word. Let's talk about compassion and mercy. Yes. You see, the act of intervention in that situation is an act of compassion and oh, mercy. Yes. Oh, yes. Because it is not a deserved act. Mm, mm. It is not an, uh, a, a result of what we did. It is, not, it is a result mm. of what he did. So this is about him. I think for us to see, I think this is one thing we need to get. Yes. That right now, God coming to intervene in our lives and saying, listen, this must be done in your day because I've seen your heart. You are committed to this. You have said, I'm going to follow this. There's a people who are saying, I will not fail. Yes. Even if tomorrow you wake up and you're like, wait a minute, this whole week I've not remembered what my instruction is. But my heart yes. is stuck that I want to see this happen. God says, listen, my compassion and mercy. Yes. Not what you're doing. Not who you are, but what I am doing and who I am. My covenant, my word, exactly. my name, who I am is why I'm intervening. You know, Jesus gives a parable about himself. Yes. We throw the parable at pastors. <laughs> Jesus never said, pastors go looking for lost sheep. He said, he is that shepherd. Mm. He's the shepherd who knows how to look for the lost sheep. Not the runaway sheep. The lost so okay wait before you go on (laughs) explain the two sheep there the runaway and the lost the lost a runaway sheep nobody goes after Mm. it has no intention of being found the runaway sheep (laughs) okay wait (laughs) if a sheep is running away remember you were talking about you and me yes if you are running away from his fault yes where he's positioned you yes he tell if you hear his voice you run you hide in fact every time the voice comes (laughs) you hide you hide a lost sheep he hears its voice when mm, he out. comes. Oh. Get the difference? So a lost sheep is crying out. Exactly. A runaway sheep is hiding. It's even quiet. It doesn't want to be heard. You are not supposed to talk. And when, it hears your voice, when it hears your voice this way, it goes this way. So that, that scripture is true. It's been thrown to pastors and there are people who say, you know what, you're not looking for people, you're mm-hmm. not looking for me, you're not looking Jesus for Jesus was us. talking about himself. Wow. He was talking about divine intervention. It's talking about when you go off mm. the path and get lost. I will come. I will find mm. you. That's our God. I will come for you. Yes. I will bring you back. Mm. You know that gives you confidence when yes. you're pursuing the prophetic word or your instruction. Yes. When you say, you know what, at this point in time, yes. I can't even feel, I don't even know if I'm doing the right exactly. thing. I don't even know that is crying out. And, and the power of that kind of crying out, yeah. why God intervenes, mm-hmm. is because in the dilemma you are asking, Yes. Lord, is what you said possible? Mm. Which means where is your heart? Mm. In what he said. In what he said. Mm. How come I have tried this? It is not working. What is not working? The word you are looking mm. for. In other words, that mindset, that query, that position of helplessness while looking for the point, that is your GPS. Mm. That's what locates you yes. and causes divine intervention. Mm. So it is his covenant? Yes. It is his will? Yes. He's the one who started the process? Yes. It is usually also a fulfillment of prophecy. There are windows in time when the the, the, the circumstances around a prophecy are now ready. God steps in. That's the fourth thing. Yes. Fulfillment of prophecy. prophecy. Let me give an example. Okay. Jesus has a prophecy to be born in Bethlehem. Hmm. It is true, Mary has even received a word and she is pregnant, but the word she does not know is that he must be born in Bethlehem. Hmm. That much she doesn't know. So, the pregnancy shows the season of the prophetic is in place. Okay. The truth is about to be birthed. The reality must happen, but she's wrongly located. Uh, can I go back to her pregnancy? Yes. When you talk about her pregnancy here, yes. she did not pray or fast. For that pregnancy. To carry that pregnancy. Now that's a powerful insight that we need, we need to bring into this bigger picture. Mm-hmm. We've been giving you a large picture. Let's go even further outside the largeness. Okay. Alright? To begin with, 
all these things God intervenes is was his idea. Hmm. Not ours. It is him who said in Genesis, the yes. seed of woman his idea. will crash. God has said. And that's a word he has thrown into the environment. Yes. That is a word that will come. That is a prophetic word that must happen. Yes. It has gone through time. Exactly. Through generations. Through generations. generations. By the time it comes to Isaiah and, and the prophets, you hear a prophet say, a virgin shall be with child. Mm. That one is still another X number of years away. Okay. Right? Past what God said. Mm. The, 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 the prophecy of Isaiah 9, 6, which talks about a wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting father, far in the future. Okay. But even the prophetic words, there are windows where they must manifest in time. So when you talk about God remembered, it is also in fulfillment of his exactly. prophetic, prophetic word that he gave. And uh, the remembering orchestrates activity. Mm. What did it orchestrate? Here we are sitting. She's pregnant. They're sitting at home. She, it's almost time to give birth. So as far as they are concerned, they are planning to have a baby. Where? In Nazareth. Something strange happens. Mm. A decree is made by a king. Do you see God's intervention mm. It doesn't sound like God is involved because when the king says that uh, we need a census, Who's we need everybody to go back to their cities, to their and towns. Joseph must go to Bethlehem. Because when you talk about fulfillment of, of a prophetic word, there you go. God had already spoken through the prophets yes. that this child, this Messiah exactly. will be born in Bethlehem. Bethlehem. So in the king's prophetic declar- I mean, uh, declaration, yes, Joseph had to go. Yeah. But the movement of Joseph is coming to pass over prophetic word. But let's make it even mm. funnier. Why is the king calling a census? He wants to tax people. Does that sound like God? Hmm. That sounds so natural. It sounds so normal based. Sounds so <laughs> this guy wants governance. To tax I mean this guy saying I'm the ruler. I want to tax people. I want to, I need tax to people. Where everybody is. So God rules in the affairs of men. That's where we are going. <laughs> when God time, gives you a word. When this thing begins to happen, when God tells you, He is now intervening. He yes. has arrived. He's not telling you everything. There are activities, policies, mm. decisions being made in the secular world mm. that are lining up with that reality. Wow. So when we say God has remembered, God yes. remembered TCC, we are saying that there are many things that will happen in our lives exactly. that seem natural, exactly. and all of them are to lead us to this place called power to create wealth. There you're going. Manifestation points. So a son, the Messiah must be born yes. in Bethlehem. Yes. For this to happen, Joseph, arise from here and go for census. So when you ask Joseph, where is he going? For census, in fact, in fact, I can tell you. That's such a beautiful I story. I can tell you, yeah? Mary was very angry. Where are we going? Well, you're almost time to give birth. It's the time to start riding donkeys down mm. to Bethlehem. Mm. In fact, if it was an issue, you see now God has to work differently. When it's time for the prophetic to come to play. Yeah. If God had said to Joseph, take your wife Mary, so you guys go down to Bethlehem because the child must be born in Bethlehem, <laughs> do you think they would have made it? It needed to be a decree from a Caesar that nobody can defy, no matter how discomforting it is. Sometimes, when God says he's going to intervene, you do not know how many things are happening. So there are some things we are praying. For example, here is Mary. If she started a prayer of, Lord, shut the mouth of Caesar, shut the mouth of the king, Cause him to say the pregnant women can stay here. Yes. It's okay, they don't have to travel. God is telling you, my friend, your prayer is amiss. Yes. You do not understand that decree of the yes. king is in line with the prophetic word that I gave through the prophets over time. And this must happen. So there are some things in our lives that are not comfortable. Exactly. But they are leading us to that place of manifestation point. It's the truth. Yeah. So the journey of discomfort that we may have come through the processes we may have come through, they don't totally make sense. Mm. Arriving in Jerusalem and there's no room in the inn, mm. how much more annoying is that? Yes. Yet, it is lining up with prophetic. Yeah. So, God's divine intervention is Him sovereignly coming to reach out to us. And when that journey starts, it's not in response to our prayer. Mm. 
So, here, okay, I'm just thinking of us <laughs> and our prayers because we love praying. Yes. Instead of seeking the mind of God, we love just running to prayer. Yes. Because I'm just thinking of Mary. Here she is, or Joseph, both of them. Here they are, and they're going into an inn, yes. and the innkeeper says it's There's full. No room. There's no room. Exactly. What are we supposed to do? Or rather, what do we do in such cases? Yes. We start praying and binding and praying and telling God to intervene. Send your angels. And God is saying, listen, there is a word that was spoken. You know it or you don't. There's a word that this Messiah will be born in a manger. True. So the ease must be full. So let me ask you, who caused the people to come before Joseph and Mary? God. Who made sure the ease? All of them, no. even if there are many, they are all full. God. Why? Because his word must come to pass. So being born in a manger, somebody else will be saying, oh no, imagine, because that's what we do, by the way, yes. in December, Christmas again, yes. here we there are. We go. Oh no, the, the son of God was born in a manger. Oh no, there was nowhere to, to the inns were full. And you're like, you're almost you're feeling, feeling prophecy. No, no, no. You're feeling like, oh sorry no, for sorry for him. Sorry for the young child. God is telling you, you have to fulfill prophecy. So sometimes the things that are not comfortable is God telling us, listen, this thing that is not comfortable, it's going to lead you to a place of fulfilling. So what does that say to you? Yeah. Sometimes, some of you this week, you know, we've had the prayer, we've spoken, some of you, we've mm. prayed together. What was the understanding God said to us? It's a season for peace and prosperity in spite of where you've been. Mm. Now do you realize where you've been was prophetic? Yes. Where you've been was Caesar Augustus. Hmm. Where you've been was Mary pregnant. Where you've been were all sorts of interesting discomfort. Oh, yes. That was going to position you so that God can now intervene. So why is that process sometimes necessary? So that we don't repeat it. Hmm. So we don't fall into that trap again. So when God begins to speak now, the next time around, that's why Jesus later would say something very interesting. That... The prince of this world, the ruler of this world, and what, what I said earlier, when the devil wants to deal with you, what does he use? The world. Where does he rule? Mm. The material realm. Yes. He said he has found nothing in me. In me. Yeah. That's funny. It is the ruler of the world, external, mm -hmm. but he has found nothing where? In. So he comes looking in. He's looking in. So at every juncture, when God moves in our lives, mm. we reach a place where there's nothing more left in for the enemy to find and that makes us more and more powerful so when you talk about five things here that we have discussed yes why we say god remembered yes tcc one divine intervention yes this is god we are men yep we are his sons yes. and he looks at us and says you know what i will intervene I will on intervene. your own you cannot do this true number two he said faithfulness to his covenant yes he has spoken to our forefathers and he has said, you, Abraham, your generations will enjoy this. He spoke to Moses and said, tell them I'm taking them to a land. Everything they have will be multiplied. This is a word he has spoken to our forefathers. Yes. Therefore, God is faithful to his covenant. He has yes. already said it and it must come to pass in our generation. That's that it. thing, compassion and mercy. Mercy mm -hmm. can only be extended where judgment should have been. Yes. I'll repeat myself. Mm -hmm. Mercy is something that can only be extended because we've reached a place where judgment should have been executed. Mm. In other words, you've already been judged yes. and convicted. Then mercy is established. Okay. So we're in that moment when, when we're experiencing God's mercy. Yes. So I don't look at my life again and start looking in the in the past and saying because of that listen, listen god's mercy just happens yes. in your life the fourth thing fulfillment of prophecy god has given yes. us a prophetic word yes and he has said i'm giving you power to create wealth i'm giving you you're not asking for yes. it he just says i'm giving you absolutely so at time comes he says i have remembered this is that moment when i'm giving you power to create wealth yes and let me say this we are a generation walking not in what God said to us now, but in what God has promised generations. Mm -hmm. Yes. We are walking in promises that God has already processed people for. We are walking in promises that God spoke wherever we are in the nations. Whether you're in Kenya, whether you're in any of the nations that you're part of TCC. Yes. 
the Cyrus mandate is a promise God spoke of. If you are if you're in the early days of the uh, revivals, Pentecostal seasons, charismatic seasons, prophetic seasons, you'll keep hearing this phrase, the wealth of the wicked mm. is laid up for the judge. There's a wealth transfer coming. Mm. There is a it has come. Amen. And it's not because we are good yes. or perfect. It means we happen to be in that mm-hmm. world that God says, for you, I want you to be the one to walk in this. Fulfillment of, the, of, of his prophetic word. It is his own sovereign act. You are the generation yes. that are going to manifest exactly. that prophetic word. And why is that important? Because it's not about wealth or money. It's about the season of the economy of the kingdom to touch the nations. Mm. It is because it is the season, and I personally find that it is so interesting that it is converging with many prophetic timelines. Mm, we are converging yes. with the age of AI, the age of expanded technology, mm. the age when things move in acceleration, the age when knowledge has increased. The Bible says in the last days knowledge shall mm. increase. Yet it says in that same last days, the knowledge of the glory of God mm. shall cover the earth. So the higher knowledge that will cover everything is the knowledge of the glory. Glory means reputation. Mm. In other words, God's reputation is about to permeate the earth. Mm. Who God is is about to take over. So that converges with the season of the power to create wealth. So if you talk about transfer of wealth, yes. or power to create wealth, yes. it's the season when these finances are required for the church to go beyond the exactly. four walls. Exactly. To have relevance past the four walls beyond exactly. and go to the nations, touch yes. the nations, change the nations. Because there are many people who are still living in times past when people thought money is for me to just become rich and build for myself my own in power. Fact, well, let me put it this way. The church has come out of, and when I say the church has come out of, I'm talking prophetically, not literally. Yes. Because there are pockets of the church that haven't come out. Mm-hmm. In other words, every time a truth is taught, there are people who are walking in it where yes. others are still where they were. So you're talking of Ecclesia. Yes. Yeah, when Jesus one. walked the earth, yes. there was a priest in the temple. Hmm. There was still John the Baptist and his uh, yes, in the the disciples of John, in the, the, John the Baptist. So there, there are people living in different timelines. The scribes. Yet Jesus is in, Jesus mm-hmm. is in mm-hmm. the earth. That's powerful. So that's powerful. That's got to be understood. Yeah. So in terms of prophetic accuracy, there was a season the church was bound in the lie of poverty. There's a season the prophetic part of the church materialized in understanding prosperity. So people sometimes pack. There are people who packed in the poverty area. Mm. That's what they, they believed in holiness was deprivation, stay in a monastery, own nothing. There are people who still live like that. Mm. Even though there is truth that has changed. There are people who got into the prosperity message where they thought it was about me, myself, and I. Yes. Where they think God is blessing me. It's about me. Mm. I have increased. I have a car. And that has its limit to its extreme. Up to my jet. My whatever. <laughs> it happens. There are people who still live there. Mm. There are people who have not arrived there. So there are some people who have gone past that. Past that. And that is not their limitation. Yes. So now we are coming out of the I am blessed. I am prospered. Mm. I have broken through. And there are people in transition. You shall break through soon. There are people in transition. Okay. Okay? But there's a place we're entering called the place of impact. Where it is not how much I have, but how much impact it has. That's the power to produce wealth. The power to produce wealth is not about myself and I, but about God increasing you, blessing you like Abraham, and you becoming a blessing. And when you become a blessing here, it is not just getting people out of poverty, but it is having uh, impact in society. And it's important to understand, the people who are stuck in this window of I need to break through have an offense with the people who are stuck in prosperity. Okay. Because they think you're wasting money, you should give us some of that money, you should give to the poor. Mm. That's a battle line going on. Okay. All right? The people at the prosperity level think that the more I have, the more I'm working with God. Mm. There are people who feel in this same group that if you have too much, then there's something wrong with you, you're not working with God. Mm. But there's a people here who are at a place where they are working with God and they have much mm. and they're having impact. Mm. They are and totally in all realms. They are not living in poverty. Yeah. They are not living in lack. They are generous, but they are also having impact. We are not just talking about generosity. Mm. The principle is not just to be charitable. The principle is to use economy to change the order of nations. Mm. To change so governments. Let's talk about nations. that. Because when you talk about um, having impact, yes. we are talking about 
for example, in education. Exactly. Let's have schools. Let's have schools that have moral value in a, in a season when schools have been infiltrated mm. with everything. Okay. So we need to have the authority, the power, the economy to stand up and say, not on our watch. Mm. In our system, this is the order. You carry yours. Let us grow together. Mm, the wheat and the tears. Let us grow together. Mm-hmm. Let's see which ones turn out right. Yes. And talk about media. Exactly. You know? Yes. Let's in media. Exactly. And guys, kingdom media is not church services. Okay. Not having a lot of churches. Yes, many people think we are not in the media. No, we are not. Being in the media is being an influence and an impact to society. Mm. Whether things that are being discussed and talked about become policies, become principles, become yes. patterns in the earth, mm. that's when we take media over. Talk about kingdom resource centers where exactly. people are being resourced. Where people walk in, mm. prophetically people discover what is your gift, what is your ability, mm. what is your grace, where they begin to impact you, they resource you, that invention you carry changes the world. Mm. That's where we are talking about that's power to create center. Now you can see, when God tells us I'm giving you power to create wealth. Yes. The wealth here is to change. When you talk about change nations, exactly. now you see what we mean. That changing nations here is not to say, by the way, I was in this nation yes. and I was in that nation. What did you do? Exactly. What did you change? If we say we are in Kenya, we are based in Nairobi, Kenya, what are we doing here that is changing the minds of people? And if you talk about John the Baptist, yes. we say that John was sent to change the minds of people. Exactly. Which is the hardest thing to do? Absolutely, <laughs> that's the hardest that's thing. Hardest to do. I mean, the reason Jesus has not come yes. back is because of the minds of human beings. That's where we are. That's where we are going that's to talk about my uh, power to create wealth. Now, yes. let's let's see Genesis eight one here yes. about Noah. When you talk about and God remembered, yes. okay? The Bible says, "But God remembered Noah and all the wild animals and the livestock that were with him in the ark, and He sent a wind over the earth, and the waters receded." Now. God remembered Noah and all the animals. Genesis 1. And God said, let there be. Hmm. And they are brought forth. So what was God's original plan? Be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth. What did he remember about Noah? Hmm. The word in Genesis. The word in Genesis that he had given. That is what he remembered. Meaning, he put back in order yes. that which he had already designed from the beginning. Let's talk about the word remember. Yes. Remember. You know, English is so limited, yet sometimes the English may mask the depth. Yes. So the concept of remember is to remember, to take members, pieces that have been pulled apart and put them back together, to reconstitute. Mm. Mm. So when God reconstituted Noah, and the animals. Yes. That tells you what that means. Mm. When God reconstituted Moses, put him back on the path to what he was supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. When God reconstituted anything in scripture, mm-hmm. we'll see that pattern. Because why do I say that? Because this term remembered, every time we use it in scripture, it doesn't have the same meaning. Mm. Okay. Otherwise, it would mean exactly the same thing. That he had forgotten and now yes. he's remembered. It doesn't. So with Noah, like you've seen, what do we see? Let's look at something else. Let me say this before we go on. Yes. That he sent a wind yes. over the earth and the waters receded. That was the remembering. That's how he remembered okay. Noah. Gen- I, I like that. Mm. And God remembered Noah and a wind blew. So the remembering was what? Mm. A wind blowing. Why? To the- part the water so that we can continue with the earth. Yes. And like you said, to the Genesis... Reconstitution. Word. Yes. Genesis 19.29, Lot yes. and Sodom here. Uh-huh. So when God destroyed the cities of the plain, mm. he remembered Abraham mm-hmm. and he brought Lot out of the catastrophe that overthrew the cities where Lot had lived. Okay, wait. So God is here <laughs> about to wipe out Sodom and Gomorrah. Yes. Why does he rescue Lot? Is it because Lot is good? Lot is perfect? Lot is positioned properly? How can you be positioned in the city God wants to destroy? Mm. All right? But here's the thing. What did God remember? Just read it again. I want to show you what God remembered. Mm. So when God, um, when God destroyed the cities of the plain, mm. he remembered Abraham. Abraham. What did he remember? Faithfulness to his covenant. Thank you. They sat with Abraham, and Abraham asked him, if you find ten righteous, <laughs> so did God say, so Abraham, you know my mind. So he didn't even remember Lord. He didn't remember Lord. It was Abraham, the Abraham. covenant I made with your father, Abraham. Abraham. 
Guys, wow. let me say something. Wow. Do you know why it's important for us as parents to walk in covenant with God? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There are situations God will remember us for our children. Hmm. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait. They may go astray. Hmm. They may mess up. Yes. They but. May totally, but God says, you know what? I made a covenant with your fathers. I said, you and your generation. Hmm. For that reason, I intervened. So, Lord is the one who chose Sodom and Gomorrah. He Sodom Remember? Gomorrah. He, he went chose. in there. Yes. Lord was in such a warped mind that he was opening the door for his daughters to go and for the crazy yeah. men yes. to sleep go with his daughters. Go and up his daughters. Okay? Lord, God ignores all that. And Lord was rescued mm-hmm. by Abraham and he went back to Sodom. Yes. <laughs> you take someone like that mm-hmm. and God says, because of Abraham. <laughs> Lord, and Sodom, because of Abraham, because of the covenant, I have faithfulness to his covenant. There you go. Rachel's fertility, that is in Genesis 30, 22. Yes. Then God remembered Rachel. He listened to her and enabled her to conceive. Now, God remembered Rachel. Let me ask you a question. Who is Rachel? The wife of Jacob. What has God promised the descendants of Abraham? Isaac, Jacob. That they shall be nations. Mm. They shall be mm. many. So when Rachel is barren, yes. the enemy is trying to query God's covenant. Mm. You've said to Abraham, your descendants, then here is Isaac. Isaac, Jacob. There you go. So in Jacob, God is fulfilling. Yes. Fulfillment of a prophetic word. So when God remembered Rachel, yes. remember we are looking at the things we say, mm. God's intervention. Faithfulness to his covenant. Here is fulfillment to a prophecy. And let's go one step further. Rachel is whose mother? Joseph. Joseph. My friend. And Benjamin. God remembered. So, if God did not remember his covenant, how would he keep the promise he gave Abraham mm. of them being rescued from Egypt? How would they even go to Egypt mm. if there's no Joseph? Do you see how it's all interconnected? Let's talk about it. The Israelites in Egypt, yes, and you see this in Genesis 2 24. This one is powerful. Yes. God had their groaning and yes. He remembered His covenant with Abraham, with Isaac, and with Jacob. Yes, this is powerful. So, these are guys who are in Egypt, yes, they are slaves. Yes, this is over 400 oh, years. Exodus, you said Genesis, Exodus. I said Genesis, yes. I love Genesis, <laughs> Exodus yes. 24. Yes, yes, and this is now, yes, 400 plus years there you go. since God talked to Abraham and told him, Your descendants, yes, will return here. You remember one day we talked about the tamarisk tree, yes, you remember that story. This is what you're talking about exactly. now. These guys are in Egypt, so he says, I have heard their groaning. Now, I need you to understand this. What in the groaning did he hear? Hmm. He had his promise. Let me explain again. <laughs> These guys are 400 plus years. They don't know who God is, so they can't be calling out to him. Yes. So much so that Moses says, who do I say sent me? Because these guys don't know. They don't know. Give me a name. Tell me. Know who you are. So, hmm. what did you hear from them? He had a groan. What was the groan? Let's step back a few years. A day comes, Joseph is about to die. Joseph gives them a prophetic insight. He said, promise me, you will carry my bones with you Mm. when you return. Return where? Return where? (laughs) That is a clue. If they had listened to that prophetic word that day, they would have gone back. Mm. They did not. When they stayed, or rather, overstayed, (laughs) because Joseph was the key, Egypt. Yes, yes. Once Joseph is removed, Egypt is no longer a place. Mm. Bible says there came not a wicked king. king. There came a king who knew not Joseph. Mm. A king who did not keep covenant with Joseph. Yes. That king caused trouble. Okay. That trouble caused groaning. That groaning God had. Mm. So when God had the groaning, yes. to him, that groaning was the promise. Reminded him the promise of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Exactly. Your forefathers. And that is keeping the covenant that he already spoke. Yes. And you know, sometimes I speculate. I didn't say it's in scripture. I speculate. 
if there was no slavery, would they agree to go back? Mm-mm. They might have enjoyed their stay in Egypt. So sometimes the slavery had to reach groaning level. Mm. So that when God now is ready for them to go, they are also ready to go. Mm. So there are times when we reach a place where we are groaning, where we are saying, Lord, for how long? That's I have tried this. My businesses like this. My family like this. My children like this. It's like you're groaning and God is saying, listen, I remember the covenant. And the, let's see that our covenant also yes. when you talk about. And therefore, uh, I would like to say there yeah. in Exodus 2.24 yes. that this was about deliverance yes. from hardship. Yes. In Egypt. In Egypt. God is saying, listen, these guys. You remember what the master said? These guys, they look like they are idle. They are lazy. They are multiplying. Let's, them them. Let's yeah. just make it Let's hard for them. Busy. So that hardship, yes. God says, listen, there's a place you are. That hardship, God says, I've heard your cry. Yep. Sometimes you don't even go and say, Lord, I'm crying out to you to get me out. No. There's a place your heart is saying, for how long? Will this continue? Yes. But the Bible interpreted that God had the groaning of the children the of groaning. Israel. And said, now, now that I've had the groaning, hmm. now I'm going to do another thing. I'm going to intervene in someone else's life who is mm-hmm. also, of course. Moses. See how everything is interconnected. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so God can take your detour hmm. and use it to return you to a people who need to be delivered. Hmm. And that's when you know. That's when you say that God reigns in the affairs of men. There are some things we call detour because when exactly. Moses ran out of Egypt, like he was running away. Yes, he looks like a detour. Yeah, God is saying, I want you to go to Jethro because it is Jethro who will root you yes. in the word. It is Jethro, anyway. Let's look at Luke 155, uh, 54 55. Yes, this is Mary's song. Yes, and maybe you just need to read it as you explain. the Magnificat. Mm-hmm. So we know that Mary has been again, God has divinely interfered with this, her life, mm-hmm. told her what she will have. Yes. The minute that comes, Mary suddenly, remember she's a Jew, she suddenly gets locked into the prophetic of what's going mm. on. Prior to that, she's under who am I? Mm. That this Why? should happen to me. Yes. Why are you seeing me? Then when the angel speaks, she then connects it to the prophetic truth. And this is what she says. That He has helped his servant Israel, remembering to be merciful to Abraham and his descendants forever, just as he promised our ancestors. Mm -hmm. When you talk about God's faithfulness to his covenant. What is she saying? This is not me. Mm. It's not about me. This is what God said to Abraham, your seed. Mm. This is what God is doing. You mean that's how my detour, Mm. Mm. you know, and everything about my life Finding me in this situation on my own, this is what is going to connect to all this. Mm. All along, this is what God is doing. Yes. That is the power of what this is about. So we are talking about even when we detour. We are talking about looking at our lives and saying, God remembered. And there is a powerful thing for me that I hear over and Mm. over every scripture that we read. Yes. God remembering his covenant with our forefathers. Meaning he's given us a word in the house, TCC. And he's telling us, he's giving us power to create wealth. Not because we are good, but because we're in the right time, right place for his word to come to pass. When we stick with the prophetic word, it shall come to pass. That Let me sure. tell you, for us to take up the mantle of speaking about power to create wealth, writing the book on Mormon, speaking in kingdom economy market space, we had to have a burning bush experience. Mm. <laughs> that was the path. Remember what I talked about earlier, the prosperity message and all the noise and the dirt and the chaos that came from it Yes, made me say that's a path I'll never touch. And that's when God said, aha, now that you've run detour, now let's go back. This now, is what you need to do. This is what you need to do. Yes. We had that experience. Yes. We came back. And yes, when we came back and unleashed and dealt and dealt and dealt to the gods of Egypt, Pharaoh doubled your weight, doubled your strength, but it doesn't matter. Mm. God is divinely stepping in. Yes. And shifting everything. Yes. And that's why this week has been powerful since Sunday. Those mm. of you who have had the prayer and what God has been doing, we are already hearing things that are beginning to happen. Oh, yes. Already hearing testimonies. Why? Because God has remembered TCC. Oh, that's our word now. When I go for holidays, because you, hmm. we need a break. 
Yep. We need to just rest. We need to just sit back and look at 2023, yes. go through all the conversations and say how far God has brought us. Yep. He is Ebenezer for sure. He has not left us to ourselves. Yep. And that is where we look now and say, God has remembered TCC. Not because he forgot us, but because he intervened in our lives divinely because yes. he is God. Yep. He is faithful to his covenant. Yep. He is compassionate and full of mercy. This is our God who says, I talked to your forefathers and I am going to do that which I spoke before. And you know what? If you're in adversity, a hard place, God says, watch my deliverance. Yep. God remembered Thank you for watching this episode of the Kingdom Conversations. The big question remains, what have you heard? And what are you going to do about it? Keep tracking with us, like and follow us on our social media handles, the Cyrus community on Facebook, Twitter and YouTube. You can send in your questions through Facebook or use the email on your screen. And as Micah 4.4 says, May you be found seated under your vine and under your fig tree. Until our next episode, keep it kingdom, keep it pure.